what's up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast, the new and experienced investor podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alex Barnett. I'm the new guy. And I'm Joe Holmes. I guess that makes me the old guy. That's or right. Or the experienced guy, as we say. The experienced one. That's right. You've been through it all and more. Yes. <laughs> and well, continue. Exactly. And your wealth of knowledge. And that's why uh, we're here to give two different perspectives. Really excited. We got another in-studio guest today. Um, we're going to bring him on in just a second. But first, we want to tell you guys about our event that we have coming up on November 20th. So if you're in the Orange County area, come to Hangar 24, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And we're doing something really cool this time. Do you want to break it down for him? I don't know. What are we doing? I well, forgot. Yeah, we're talking about our wholesaling. Uh, uh, wholesaling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wholesaling. The hot That's exciting. Buzzword. We get of the lots year. of questions on wholesaling and how to get started and yep. what to do. So we're going to break it down for you. We're going to tell you exactly what to do. We're mm -hmm. going to connect you with our team. And uh, Alex and I will be there to hold your hand the entire way. Yep. And we're starting a new course um, wholesaling startup club. For anybody new or if you've been doing it for a while and you just want to join a team, it's going to be completely free. Um, we want to get as many people involved as possible. So come out on November 20th, and it's just an all-around great networking event as well. Um, I have a blast every time. Back up. You said free? It's free. No 10% for the big guy? That'll come later on. Okay. Okay. Just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. the course is completely free. Okay. You know, so. And then you're also having an event on Saturday as well, right? I'm going to one. Yes. Oh, no. Are, are, are you, I'm talking oh, about oh, your the call. power hour. Yeah. Power no, hour. I won't be here for that, but that is still oh. going on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Jen Shelton, Queen Closer from Sub 2, um, she and I have a calling club, I guess, if you want to call it that, where we meet up every second and fourth Saturday and we just do straight calls. We just hit the phones, we pull a list and, um, you know, no excuses, just complete action taking. So it's a great place to learn it, if you're it brand is, new. It is. Absolutely. Don't, uh, don't order the coffee there. It takes 45 it minutes. It takes 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Go to McDonald's, which is like yep. across the mm -hmm. way. And grab some Two coffee minutes. there, because yeah. if you order a coffee from the coffee shop, it literally takes forty-five minutes. Uh, but anyway, that's a good way to to like actually see people on phone calls. Yeah, calling people. Yeah, it exactly. Is. It's, it's I I went once to check it out, and it was very interesting. Yeah, because you know a lot of people will talk about wanting to get into this stuff, but mm -hmm. it's like really taking the action yeah. that gets you far. And um, that leads me into one of my favorite action takers who's here in studio. We're talking to a guy. He's flipping land. He's working with his family. He's building a legacy and an empire. And his name is Dan Romer. Dan, welcome. Wow. <laughs> Man, I'm so cool. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm doing that. So happy to be with you guys. This is super fun. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll nice jump, studio. jump on into it. Um, who are you and how'd yeah. you get into real estate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm from London, England, moved out to the States in 2000. And um, my wife and I were there in St. Louis, Missouri. And um, in the early days, early years, lived, just wanted a bigger adventure than England could offer us. And uh, did some postgrad study, and I uh, I was over at a friend's house, saw a TV commercial by Carlton Sheets. Ooh, 
Ooh. Now yeah. Joe knows who that I is. I know who it is. <laughs> because we're both yes. old. Yeah. Like, wow. All right. All right. Yeah. Wow. We're not the same age. You <laughs> yeah. You're a bit younger. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 He's a, lot, he's a lot. You saying I look older? No, 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 oh, okay, no. You're no. good. No, you're good. Yeah, I just don't just know. I, I'm <laughs> new to I'm newer to real estate, so I don't know. It no, sounds no. familiar, but I yeah. uh, well, yeah. So Carlton Sheets comes on, does a terrific TV commercial, and says, "Buy my course." So I bought yeah. the course, went on eBay, bought it cheap, and um, and then that summer I just went through every chapter. Uh, am I doing how I got into real estate? Is yeah. that one of yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the beginnings. I got into it, I read the chapter, did what he said, and um, it was super practical, and I was just got super excited about it, and I wanted to make some money, and the market was climbing. It was going good, and I bought one house and then another house and then did a, did a light rehab, and in St. Louis you can do basements, and so I just – fix up the basement, some light drywall and carpet and got a friend to help me and just value add. And then, um, and then I got really excited when it got to the chapter on doing a double close. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Oh, juicy. <laughs> he said, I can, I can find a property and put a contract on it. The AB transaction, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then do any any improvements on or not, and find my buyer, mm-hmm. the BC contract, and then make it all buy and sell it same day. And I just I I thought this is amazing. So I went out and found a three bed house. It didn't need any work done on it, and I put a contract on it. And I thought I was being really creative by extending the thirty days to forty. I thought. Genius, you know, like really, yeah. Hey. So, yeah. yeah. So um, they agreed to it. I thought that was amazing because you know you assume stuff, and I assumed it was only thirty. And so I had a little extra time. I was looking around in the house, sniffing around, thinking, "What do I do? Do I just put up some bunch of furniture in here? Do I just you know put the coffee on, make it smell nice? Do I?" And it was just it was it was just ready to go. There's just nothing else you could really do to improve this house. Um, but I'd been talking with enough people locally. This family wanted a house, and and I, they needed the five thousand dollars. I think it was about five thousand dollars down payment to get the deal done. So I said, I'll, "I'll I'll help you with that. We'll do it all at closing." Went back to my Carlton Sheets manual, read that through, <laughs> and it, it worked. So I left that table mm-hmm. with cash. They were crying happy. Wow! Because mm-hmm. the only thing in their way was a little bit of money. And that they just did not have. They just didn't have. It. So they got into this house, sold it to them, the appraisal. So I, I bought it a little squeak under, sold it right there at a, at a value that, that fit the appraisal. And I think appraisal rules were a little little easier back then. But, you know, it was within the value. They were super happy. They were winning. And I was winning. I just, it was just absolutely amazing. So and what, that, what year? Yeah. So that would have been around 2000 and 2004, 2003, 2004. Okay. Yeah, those were the early days. Great times. Yeah, yeah, they were. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. So kind of like paint a picture of like, how are you finding leads back then? Like, how are you, you know, um, yeah, I guess getting the lead generation. Like, what was the way to do it? I was finding the houses by driving around. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that was was early enough to to not really, I don't think I was aware of any kind of, tech at all and i was even putting ads in the paper to find my buyers okay 
So, but yeah, I was driving around. I was just driving around the neighborhoods and getting, uh, you know, getting used to the area and kind of what, what looked a bit run down and knocking on the door. And then I was also looking at properties on market as well. So I found a couple of realtors. I was actually renting a house from a realtor. And so that turned into a, a relationship of trust. And I, I told him exactly what I need. And, and he fed me some, some really good leads. And we picked up some houses, rehabbed some, kept some for, for rentals. And why the double closing? I just read it in Colton Sheets' okay. chapter, <laughs> and uh, it worked. Okay. And that was amazing. Usually the, the people, the, the real estate companies that we have now, they do a double closing because they have a, a, a big fee up front. Mm. Um, and they want to hide that from mm. the end user. Mm. So that's why they do a double closing. Mm. Um, was that not your case? I'm, I made a round 20, maybe a little okay. under with title fees. And at the okay. time, as a, as a newbie, I, was, I just thought yeah. this is incredible. Yeah. yeah. And then your end user ended up getting a loan? They did. Okay. Which is another them. reason you do double closing. Yeah. Because the bank doesn't like it when you're going to make $20,000 on yeah. a deal. So they have to yeah. see that close. Mm -hmm. And then they say, okay, well, this yeah. property closed at this amount. Mm -hmm. So now we're buying it from him, Yeah, basically. Yes. So, yeah. And we, we have, so we do most of our land deals today double close, about okay. 80, 90% of them. So we have that challenge of, of um, you know, using the right title companies and, and setting it up right mm -hmm. to do that. But again, do you do, you do that because you're... Try, not the not trying to hide, but you're trying to hide the profit that you're making. I I don't want to disclose how much money I'm okay. making. Okay. Um, yeah, because people, um, one minute a, a parcel of land can fit their criteria perfectly well, and they would yep. pay that money for it. Yep. The next minute they realize how much I'm profiting, right. and the emotions get involved. That's yep. that's human nature. Yeah. They need to win. Mm -hmm. So they're buying it at the right price that fits their budget, and and typically it's a it's a you know it's a builder yeah. building a house. Mm -hmm. But I um, I'm also double closing because I I want to save on capital costs on on funding the deal. Mm -hmm. So if I can double close with a reputable title company in a good state, and it's a win 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 all round win 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 three ways. Mm -hmm. People I'm buying from because we're solving their problems, and often they have some problems we've got to solve. We're making a profit, and then we're selling it to, to um, C, the end C, user. Mm -hmm. 80, 90% of market value, we're selling them really quick. Mm -hmm. So, because I want them gone in 60 to 90 days, I don't want them on the market. And land can sit on the market for a year. Yeah. It's very typical. Yeah. But I, I want it, I want people knocking the door down and buying it and move it on, generate mm -hmm. the cash, keep going. When you list the properties on uh, the MLS, because I'm assuming you do, because yeah. as you just said, yeah. Um, what commission do you offer for like the, the buyer's agent coming in? We, we try and, we try and do around 6%, which, you know, okay. is a three and three split, but with land, um, a lot of brokers will be asking for eight and I've even had them at nine and I think maybe even 10%. Correct. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what I'm trying to get yeah. at is what, yeah. what, what is it that you're paying with, yeah. uh, for land? Cause mm. I mean, you, you, What's the average price that you're selling these properties for? Um, I don't have the exact number for what the average is. We just did one last week for uh, 268, I think, 269,000. 
Um, we don't do any below twenty thousand. It doesn't. The numbers don't really work. But we've we have done them around twenty to thirty thousand. So and everything in between. Yeah. Um, if I had to guess what the average purchase, uh, boy, what is it? it's right across the board. It's it's you know it's 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 all the way between you know twenty thousand and and two hundred and sixty thousand. But if I had to if I had to guess. Um, then we're prob- most of them we're probably buying for around seventy five thousand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know if you're at twenty thousand six percent for commission, you know, we're not talking a lot of money here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah. I don't know if I'd wake up in the morning to mm-hmm. to list a property at the at that price. It, it just doesn't yeah. make sense. And no. that's why you know agents want ten percent. Yeah. Exactly. Know? That makes sense. Yep. Plus they're greedy. <laughs> <laughs> not the good ones. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> they're there for they a service. Get they're yeah, all good. They get exactly. Paid. They're all good. Are those? Um, is you're and you're working nationwide now at this point, or kind of what's your in in about uh, in about a dozen different states? Yeah, okay. we've got our favorites and gotcha. and all the favorite states, favorite realtors, favorite title companies, and it just makes it all all work much more smoothly. Nice. Yeah. So, kind of fill in the gap, I guess, from when you're mm-hmm. you're doing single family homes in St. Louis, and then now mm-hmm. you're out in California flipping land. Mm-hmm. So, what's that transition look like? Yeah, 2008 happened. That was painful. So, I was Joe and I were talking about that a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was in my 20s, and I I didn't know that nobody told me you have an economic downturn every however many years. Is it what is it? 12, ten. Twelve. Ten. 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 Nobody said that. And if they were telling me I was not paying attention, um, there's a lot of things, you know, when you're in your twenties, you just, you, oh, yeah. you feel like you somebody should have told you. And you <laughs> so, um, if they told me I, I wasn't listening. So this thing happened, felt like overnight. Um, and you just kind of, you just sniffed it in the air and the newspapers and, and, uh, you know, I figured things are just Things were just going so great. They'll just go like that forever. And it was just all, all the properties were climbing. I just practically had to wait a year or two to know that I'd, I'd be whatever messy rehab I did. It, I'd, I'd be fine. And they'd just come out in the wash and I'd just sell and be fine. But um, but that's not reality. So 2008 hit and I started to I started to get just, just a couple, maybe two or three renters were late on their payments. And I figured, what? What is happening? You don't, mm-hmm. you don't, you live in my house and you pay on time. Don't you understand the rules? That's the rules. That's the yeah. rules. And I, I'm like, at the time, especially, I was super um, gracious and I, you know, people have situations they go through. And I think sometimes you can have a conversation and help them. And, and um, I think I was too too much on the side of just kind of being patient and being gracious and not having enough boundaries. And so I let them stay there, and I was paying the mortgages, and it was it was bad. Mm-hmm. And I felt bad for them. And uh, I don't think that's healthy. I think I think there's a balance, you know, between being gracious and forgiving and helping people, and and then uh, you've got to run a business, and you and it's you know you have a you have a, a um, you know you have a contract, so. I um I tried to figure it out and by that time we were behind on some mortgages and um we didn't we had one short sale that was the painful one that hit my credit and then um and so my my plan was was panic and sell and so I 
panicked first and then sold. <laughs> and so I just I just got rid of these as quickly as I could. And it's pretty amazing how how quickly we actually could sell. But I, mm. I think the emotion and the stress felt like it was a terribly dark hour. It was hard on me, me and my wife. Um, just the, the strain trying to figure out what was happening. We had just moved in ourselves to a bigger house, mm-hmm. pool, really nice neighborhood in Chesterfield, Missouri, kind of right next to St. Louis. And uh, I turned to my wife. I said, "We we got to sell this one too. This is this is this is this is too much." And thankfully, we did. We sold that amazingly in a few weeks uh, with a little bit of profit. So, so it's pretty. In hindsight, it wasn't that much of a big deal. But when right. you're under pressure, you mm-hmm. know, everyone has those mm-hmm. stories. It just felt terrible. That made me take this dream and um, just to tell you the brutal facts and the honest, I I kind of shoved this real estate real estate dream down and i kind of got into marketing and sales Mm. and Mm. i did that for a few years okay and it's only just recently that through some friends i've had this pretty amazing uh somewhat emotional um re-emerging of this real estate dream and that i'll just the it's a longer story but the the bottom line is there's this, these friends of uh, the family, this young couple doing land. And I was curious and I asked them, you know, what are you doing? And they said, we don't normally get into all the details. People don't even understand what we're doing, but we're flipping land. And I was like, I think I understand. How are you flipping land? What are you doing? Who's funding? Who's your capital partner? And they're like, oh, okay. You know a little bit about real estate. (laughs) And they said, we're double closing. And I said to them, you can't do that. And they said, Yes, we can. <laughs> and I said, no, I like my, my mortgage brokers, my realtors, the title come, they all said that you can't do that mm-hmm. anymore. And it's mm-hmm. like, they're wrong. I said, no, you can't do. Mm-hmm. And I had had this limiting belief sit on me for years. Mm. And they said, shut up. Yes, we, can. we do it every day. <laughs> and so, yeah. and I realized, um, you know, simple things can really change, like simple negative belief systems can really hold you back. Do you do real estate nine to five now or do you have another job? Yeah. Yeah. Nine to five. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With with the family. Welcome yeah. back. Glad to be back. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back. Back with the dangerous ones. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you still have real estate agents out there, mortgage brokers. Yeah. They're the same. Yeah. They're still the same. Yeah. You know, you can't do this. You can't do that. Yeah. Um, so subject mm-hmm. to is, you know, big and getting bigger mm-hmm. right now. And you hear the same thing. Oh, you can't do this. You yeah. can't do this. Yeah. You know, you can get the loan called by the bank, which is not true. You know, right. just whatever. Uh, <laughs> so you, you kind of have to steer around these people mm. and move in the right direction. So I'm glad so you met true. the family members, yeah. that, you know, set you straight. Yeah. And, Me and, too. and you're back in and yeah. it sounds like uh, you're being very successful and it looks like you're real happy. Love it. Yeah. A good, I'm back in my adventure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So how do you source deals today? I mean, back then you were doing door knocking and mm-hmm. driving and all yeah. that stuff, which people yeah. still do. Well, how do you source your deals today? Yeah. Um, we do text messaging. We do a bunch. Uh, so we're, we're sending between 5,000 and 7,000 text messages a day. Um, we're doing cold calling. Uh, we've only got two cold callers on the team, but they're, they're doing well. It's been a little bit up and down to, to put it together how we want, but it's, it's working good now. 
Um, and the new, the new regulations with cold calling means we're shifting a little uh, – uh, with texting means we're shifting a little more to cold calling. But that's that's been how we're doing it. And we're just about to start up some ringless voicemail as well. But texting has been the biggest one for me. So I pull the list on PropStream, uh, put my filters in. I want off-market land. I love it when we can get a list of with filters with people that have owned it 10 to 20 years and they're out of state and they're, you know – they're very happy to get a, a you know cash yeah. offer. Yeah, that's. Um, I don't use PropStream as much as Alex does, but does mm. it tell you the age of the owner as well? Mm, I don't think so. That's more property radar. Okay, where it'll show you like, mm. oh, this person's like seventy years old or something like oh, that. Yeah, because like, you can. One of my questions was, are you targeting older people? That own these land, that land that's just been sitting there forever. Not, no, not necessarily. I don't use it as my filters, but we've noticed most people of middle years, fifties. Yeah, we're really careful when they are elderly, because we, you know, you've got to. There's laws, and you've got to be careful and get a get an attorney involved or other family members. Yeah, just to be sure that there's somebody you know isn't confused or. Well, I, I didn't look at it as taking advantage no. of them. I looked at it as. I'm getting older. I yeah. mean, how, how much longer am I going to be around? Why, why do I need yeah. this, you know, piece of land here that's not doing sure. anything for me? Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily want my kids to handle it because they don't know anything Absolutely. about real mm-hmm. estate. So, yeah. thank God for you. You yeah. called and and yeah. I and I said, yeah, I think yeah. it's time for me to mm-hmm. sell. So, mm-hmm. is that th- the type of conversation right. you're it, having? It is. It is people in that second half of life, anywhere. Yeah, yeah from kind of fifties onwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, and often. Um, Often they say things like you just said that, you know, the kids don't want it. They're doing something else out of yeah. state, somewhere else. Often we're solving problems. They've, they've got tax liens on there. They're behind on taxes. There's some measure of embarrassment. They don't want to contact a, a realtor anyway to, um, you know, even begin to talk about it. They um, they have access issues. There's a, a title issues. There's a, a railway company that owns a slither of land right across the front and it's you know, on paper, it's useless, but, Mm. um, so we've got a great team and we solve a bunch of those problems that just require a little bit of patience and phoning around and normal conversations. And yeah. 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 It's good. I I, I like the way he said the second half of life. Mm. Yeah. Instead of calling people old, (laughs) you know, I like that. That's (laughs) good. The second half of life. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's true. I like that. Yeah. So what's, I mean, I, I know more of like um, direct to seller with houses and, mm. and all that stuff. That's more of my realm. But like, I guess with like a land buyer, are they, were they, did they buy this piece of land back in the day thinking that it was going to be built up around them and someone was going to offer them a cash price because like a developer was going to come in? Is, was that their, is that like their thinking you think for most of these people or what's the reasoning to buy just a vacant plot of land if you're not a developer? Yeah, that's, a, that's a common one. Uh, probably the top three. That's probably in the top three. Um, yeah, they're prospecting. They're thinking it's going to grow in value. They're thinking things are going to build up. And for a lot of people, that that just didn't happen. And it's in a reasonable area. It's not too far from the city. It's not too far from you know hospital schools. Um, people are working remotely much much more, so they want land and mm. you know an hour outside of town. Um, another one is they they inherited the land. Mm. They they have no vision for it, no use for it. Don't know what to do with it. Maybe maybe a couple of siblings. Um, another one is they their plans changed. They had they had some kind of plan. You know they 
getting engaged and with, and then they just figured, no, we're going to live somewhere else. Um, or they had some, you know, wanted to live near family there or family moved or just, you know, whatever reasons. Those are, those are the top three um, kind of stories we hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's a That's, whole variety. People want to sell land. People want to buy land. Yeah. It, it sounds familiar because I inherited, not me, but well, me and my wife inherited a property from my mother-in-law mm. that she bought back in the 30s, 40s mm. in San Bernardino yeah, in the middle of nowhere, right? 10 acres, mm. uh, real estate agent, you know, sold it to her for, I think it was like a thousand dollars, which was a lot of money back then, mm. uh, sold it to her for a thousand dollars and you know, his, his idea was, well, when we have that big earthquake down San Andreas Fault <laughs> yeah. and everything falls into the ocean, you're going to have oceanfront property. <laughs> there That's you go. That'll work. It's, and it, it's like, okay. <laughs> that checks out. So she passed away. We inherited. Right. And I, I was paying the property taxes. Not that there are a lot. They were like, you know, 100 bucks a year or something, right. you know, because it was worth nothing. Uh, but it was just the, the matter of, yeah. you know what, I'm paying these stupid property taxes. I, I'm not using this at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. So I did put it on the market. We sold it real quick because I, I put it on there real cheap. For mm-hmm. 10 acres, I sold it for $10,000. Oh. I could probably yeah. sell it for more now, but, you know, let's not go there. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's not do that. <laughs> That's one every, of you know? every real estate store. Yeah, yeah. let's not go <laughs> yeah. there. Let's not go there. So, um, I, I, I fell into your category. I mean, I, I could have been sure. a person that you were reaching out to at the mm-hmm. time. Cause I did get a lot of postcards. You send postcards out. I don't know. Okay. A lot of yeah. my peers do. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I was yeah. getting postcards, you know, yeah. once a month, Hey, you want to sell your mm-hmm. land? Mm-hmm. We'll pay you cash and yeah. you know, blah, 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 blah. And okay. Mm-hmm. So finally I, I said, you know what, do, do we want to do anything with this? Well, we can, you know, leave it for our kids. I'm going, leave it for our kids? What the hell are they going to do with it, you know? <laughs> so we ended up selling it. Yeah. You know. There you go. Textbook mm-hmm. case. Yeah. Textbook <laughs> case. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. Yeah. And yeah. Land, land is sort of like, even for me, it's like an enigma. When I when I come across, you know, I'm doing texting and stuff, I'll come across like a land and, and I'm mm-hmm. just, I have no idea how to value it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I don't even know what questions to ask. Yeah. So... That's that's great. I'm glad we met, so I can just send you leads. For sure, send, <laughs> send leads. Yeah. yeah, send them now. I mean, I know a lot of other wholesalers are like, "It's friggin' land. I got no idea. Like, what yeah. is this worth? Maybe it's a deal. I have no idea." And they just yeah. end up passing on it. Um, so, if if it's land, someone somewhere will buy it for the right price. Yeah, it will sell. You have yeah. some really junky pieces that are hard. Right, and they're way off in the desert. Don't have accessibility. So. All else being equal, you got a parcel, and you can travel to a city within two, like one, one to three hours. Mm. If it's got, it, it, and and you know stuff that's unbuildable, mm-hmm. people buy it because it's interesting for recreation, right? And they just go, you know, put a little cabin on it. When I guns. sold the the ten acres in the middle of the desert, mm. the guy that bought it said he just wanted to take his motorhome out there, there and go. his motor toys. Yeah. And have a place that he knew was his yeah. own and put around. There you go. That's why he bought it. Yeah. I said, good for you. Yeah. I don't have any of that right. stuff and I don't have any interest in doing any of that yeah. stuff. So there yeah. you go. That's mm-hmm. a good, that's a great illustration of, of just positioning. You know, some people look at that and think, why do I want dirt? You know, but you mm-hmm. position it, it's a getaway. 
Yeah. It's a retreat. Yeah. It's yours. Wow. Ride you, your you four-wheeler. Do Airbnb on it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Throw a couple of sleeping bags. Yeah. 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 What, do they, what do they call hey. those things? Uh, yurts. Yurts. Yeah. 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 Or like you said, put a bunch of motorhomes on there and Airbnb them. You know, mm. I don't know if the county or the city would like that, but yeah, you know, gotta tell yeah. them. <laughs> <So I'm just> <laughs> now they're all over until you, you become successful, yeah. profitable, <laughs> and then they go, "Hey, yeah. what, what the heck's exactly. Alex like, doing on, over there?" Yeah. You know, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, how, you know, he had a great question. How yeah. do you value land? Yeah, great question. Yeah, that's really important. So we, um, our manager that manages our our overseas VAs, they do all the comping on it. So they'll do a five-step, very, very practical and very, very quick kind of review of the land. Time out. You have yeah. somebody overseas that's we, we do. doing, doing a, comping. a comping of something here we that do. Yeah. they've never been here? It's really common. Yeah, really popular. Yeah. Wow. See, you learn something new every day. That's what I'm saying. Go ahead, keep going. Sorry to, yeah. to time you out there, but no, not at all. We, um, yeah, we've we've had uh, Egyptian VAs in Egypt, really mm-hmm. sharp, um, pretty pretty decent American accent as well for for cold calling. We've got um, several Filipino VAs, um, super sharp. And, uh, you know, a, a dollar buys your food for, for a day. Mm-hmm. And so you have some sharp, reasonably experienced people on $5 a day making a boat relative to their culture, a boatload of money. You give a $50 bonus, $100 bonus. It's really, really generous. Mm-hmm. For So how, what, what tools are they using to evaluate how much this piece of property is worth? Yeah, they're, they're using... Um, I mean, we jump on Zillow like like you do with with residential, mm-hmm. and uh, instead of you know clicking houses, we click land, so it just filters it for us. So we can do comps that way. The five steps they take is we give them an acronym, so it's really easy to remember. Facts, F A C T S. So just want to check flood zone. So they'll our CRMs just uh, link to MapRite or or Land ID mm-hmm. is called now, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It gives you a really nice view of of the parcel of land in color and then you just kind of make a couple of selections and it you can see if there's any crazy stuff like power lines overhead or flood zone flood issues so they'll click the click the flood zone selection and just see is you know there is there a river you know because obviously you can't build within a certain buffer depending on the county in the state 75 feet or 100 feet of a of a river even if it's dry you know the county you know, might may have an issue with that. So then that affects the value. So they just pay attention to that. Nine times out of 10, no flood zone issues anyway, because we've already selected the geographical region, the county that doesn't have a lot of those issues to make it easy. But we need to know real quick, seconds, a minute. Um, F, so A, accessibility. So we, we just need to know briefly a couple of things, legal accessibility and and, and physical accessibility, because as you know, as you know, they, they can be a little different. So um so, you know, just because you've got physical access and people are, you know, driving on a dirt track might not necessarily mean that, that that's a, a true easement or maybe it's an easement by virtue of them having driven on there for five years or more or whatever the, you mm-hmm. know, local laws are or whatever. 
Um, but most of all, we just want to know, can, can, can someone even view the property? Can they just drive their vehicle on mm-hmm. there? And is there a clearing or can we make a clearing, mm-hmm. get a, get like a brush hog or whatever, just, you know, mow the grass, but make it look nice in the photographs so that you can get on there. So that's a accessibility C they'll check the comps. So the jump on Zillow, check the comps. Comps can be a little bit, a little bit fishy, but, but we teach them like if it's practical and you've got three parcels of land they're also five acres they're similar to that they're nice you know it is what it write it down yeah if you don't have anything that close find one point of reference within whatever the you know go, go a little further out than a mile radius find something put it in the notes and it's it's a little bit of guesstimate guesstimation you mm-hmm. know guesstimate work and we can we can ask a realtor later on fac comps t uh taxes We've actually we've actually relaxed this one. We don't we don't actually need to dig into this early on, but it's it's helpful at some point to figure that out, and that we can do it during title search. So we actually actually don't do that anymore. And then S is, is does it have S is for slope? So does it have a slope? So you know, thirty yeah. percent or more can be problematic, mm. um, but just put it in the notes. And it could be a recreational parcel of land that nobody builds on anyway. We did one like that in Nevada. It was awesome. It's one hundred and forty four acres. Wow, uh, Reno, Nevada. Guy snapped it up. It was a great deal. We we bought that for thirty thousand and sold for hundred and um, hundred and good money thousand. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. No plans to build. No no due diligence. No, I think he had a short due diligence when he just wanted to look around. He just wanted to shoot his guns and. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Is, so is yeah. Is there a slope? So the um, you know that can. I'm typically looking for something that just doesn't have much of a slope. So that's real quick. They can do that in 10 minutes. So they'll do kind of like five or ish or more per hour mm-hmm. comped. So we'll end up with something like three, between 250 and 350 leads in a week. And then we'll, we'll go through those uh, to get about 40 hot leads. The ones we're excited about to see more motivated to sell and we'll get our closer on the, on the phone with them. But that's, that's prospecting to, answer that question nice or, that's or, a good due diligence nice. was the question it's i yeah. mean it's similar to you know what we do and yeah i'm doing all the comping know. and and the closing yeah i yeah. need to hire some people oh yeah oh <laughs> i don't Big know if, i don't know if you would be happy you you i think you're the happiest when you're talking to somebody <laughs> no i i don't mind the you walk in today talking on your phone <laughs> And then you you literally walk back out, and <laughs> yeah. then you're walking right. the parking lot yeah. in the zone, yeah, in the zone. And yeah. then it's time for lunch. <laughs> this is an hour later, and he's still out there. And I'm kind of doing this, and <laughs> yeah. he says, "Oh, I'm ready. I've been waiting for you guys, <laughs> yeah, for an hour out there <laughs> waiting talking. on you, oh. yeah." No, no I, I enjoy the closing and, and talking to people, but it's like um, it can get bottlenecked when it, you know, it's like the comping and the closing and the underwriting for creative deals and all that kind of stuff. That's oh, yeah. when it gets a little comping is systematic. You can, you can have, uh, we have some VAs of $3 an hour in the Philippines with an agency and we trained him to comp. Oh yeah. Oh, you mind, uh, passing along a couple names or since it's you. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. So are you doing like, so what's your role within the business? Um, seems like you're, you're up here and kind of just, managing everything or are you still getting on the phones and cl- help closing or uh, i'm i'm on the phones just rarely okay rarely now um yeah i'm a, i'm a starter i'm a sort of build the teams i like to think five steps ahead solve problems and i don't i don't want to maintain and, and manage things and i think that's been a, a helpful 
self-discovery. You know, you kind of think about your personality, you think about where you're happiest and most productive. And so I, I want to start stuff. I don't want to, I don't want to manage stuff. Right. Um, so I have an incredible operations manager, um, Rachel, she's amazing. Uh, and she's just, she's just ninja fast, faster than a speeding bullet. Wow. Yeah, there's me yeah. overthinking something. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. So that's a, that's a blessing. That's wow. great. Three of my older kids are in the business, which I love. So my daughter manages the, the VAs and the comping team. Um, so she handles all the, all the, all the leads. Um, so she, uh, my other son does the marketing and the data. So he buys our data, scrubs it, gets rid of any nasty litigators or the best he can because they're out there in, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a marketing business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how, how I view it. And uh, then my other son, he's, I trained him to do all the sales calls. So he's on follow-up boss. So he knows exactly who he's calling. Triple dial morning, triple dial evening. He's going to chase that lead for about 15 to 20 times. Nice. And make them say mm-hmm. yes or no, but not be quiet. So he's, right. he's, a, he's a hunter. So in, the, in getting those contracts signed, that's that, that uh, what's that book called? The, the Queen Bee Roll or something. Mm. It's like the indispensable key metric of the business. Right. Contracts signed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's the kind of resource we've got. Um, we've we've got two two ladies in the in the UK, um, and then we, we've got the team, uh, my kids in the US, and then um, and then we we have some over yeah the overseas virtual assistants maybe about something like fifteen or sixteen if I include wow. all of them. Nice. Okay, so that's a lot of time zones working together. How you. Uh... The work Filipinos work in the night. Right. They work on U.S. hours, yeah. and um, the uh, the Brits they they travel between the U.S. and the U.K. But they're mostly on American hours when they work okay. in the U.K. It's only it's like a eight hour difference to right. here, so they can work from like noon or two o'clock into about ten p.m. and they they like nice. that schedule. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So I'm um, yeah. I'd, I mean, I kind of bought into the EOS philosophy, the entrepreneur yeah. operating system, and you know, being like a, a thinker, a dreamer, a people person, I need those systems um, in a business to, you know, keep a scorecard, keep us quantifiable. So we're not just drifting here and there. And it forces me to create a, you know, what EOS calls a VTO, like, you know, vision, but with, with traction. So vision, right. traction, organizer. So i responsible for that, do some hiring, a little bit of phoning, like I said. Um, and we're just, we're, we're, we're new. So We've been growing and learning what it means to grow and scale. Learning, learning, learning like cash flow and profit first stuff. That's mm-hmm. you know just nearly killed me over the years. But trying mm-hmm. trying to be a big boy with yeah with managing money, just a big part of business. Just me, mm-hmm. yeah, managing. So that's what, kind of what I do. The 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 relatives that got you back in are they with you or are they doing their own thing? They uh, they're friends of the family. Mm-hmm. They're doing their own thing, okay. and uh, their mom. Um, she was very much a coach to me, mm. S- just absolute super sharp woman, Angie McDonald, mm. wherever you are, <laughs> you are amazing, <laughs> super generous, um, an amazing woman, um, yeah, really helped me. And I asked her so many questions, changed my life. She really nice. did nice. and became a capital funding partner. Mm. She's, she's amazing. Surprises me how amazing she is you know one text and she's sending two hundred sixty thousand dollars to 
um, what was it, Nevada title or something, and nice. super relationships, awesome. Nice. Yeah. Are you using her as a transaction, like transactional funding? Because you're you're mostly just mostly it's like wholesaling it. Well, I guess you're double closing double a close. lot of them, so yep. you need that to to close. Nevada. Uh, uh, was it Nevada? Yes, uh, I think that deal was Nevada. Um, and then there was there was a title company. Man, where what state are we in now, Jack? Uh, oh boy, or is that North Carolina? Um, the title company we really like working with. Uh, in North Carolina, they just said they don't want to do double closes anymore. And they mm. said that days before a deal. Oh. So I'm like, Angie, yeah. help. Who you got? I need a, <laughs> I need a big, 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 big bunch oh. of your money for about four days. <laughs> so we buy it and then sell it a couple of days later. Do you already have the, the B2C already lined up? It's mm. just a matter of logistics yeah. at that point. Yeah. Okay. I mean, are there any places doing pass through to where you can? I mean, it's not really double close if you use B to C to fund. That's the a double to B. close. Yeah, yeah. That's, it sounds like that's what he's describing as double close, but it's more of a pass through that you were okay. talking about. Yeah, I yeah. The double yeah. closing was actually closing with your funds, and then three or four days later, is you know, that right? I, well, I've, I've yeah. done it oh, okay. to where I've, I've, I've used way. transactional funding. Yeah, but you're you're using somebody else's money yeah. to close first. Yeah, but it'll be same day. That's, it'll that's, fund. Uh, my description of double closing is, is that not a pass through. Oh, that's interesting. I, yeah. I never. Yeah. I, well, I, I don't know many mm-hmm. title companies or uh, around here or escrow companies that'll do pass throughs. They just won't do them. We we have a few. So when you say pass through, you mean the BSC. the BC will fund the AB. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. There's a few. Okay. Yeah. Not, not in. That's I haven't awesome. found any in uh, California. Yeah, you won't, Nevada. you won't find any around no. here. No. no, no, very fussy here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. It's but, just like yeah, Tennessee, Georgia. Okay, nice. North Carolina did until they called us and said they, did, they didn't want to. Um, yeah, ten, Tennessee will, Georgia will, North. I think South Carolina. We've done deals. They have to. I'd have to ask. If, uh, pretty sure we double close there. Um, Colorado, we have. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's nice. That seems it's just like so much cleaner that way. You know what I mean? Well, for you, yeah, you got to come up with anything. But what what happens? <laughs> and if you ever had this happen, you close, and then C says, ah, "I changed my mind." I have not. Angie has. Okay. Yeah, I have not. I I think we're readying ourselves for that eventuality where. When I when I've used Angie as a as a capital partner, I've walked my through myself through that scenario. If they back out, I owe Angie this money. Mm. Can I sell this parcel of land? Mm-hmm. And so the idea is buy it well, buy it right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you've got plenty of margin. Mm-hmm. So I could I could say to her, I, I'm going to need your money for another 30 days. She knows that. She's yeah. aware this is a, a potential. And, and in your risk. contracts with C, mm. do you put down, you know, a large deposit and non-refundable? No, I avoid that as much as I possibly can. Why? I don't want to have money tied up everywhere. We've we've got a bunch on the on the. MLS, so I don't want all my money just set. No, no, I'm talking about once you find, see the buyer yeah. of your property, yeah. 
you require them to put oh them to to pay yes sorry the other way yes, yes. yeah yeah i'm sorry and, and it's non-refundable um you know we've we've left it to the realtor um yeah in all of our deals the realtor has 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 left it to them to put down sometimes 500 bucks, sometimes a thousand, sometimes it's a refundable earnest EMD and plus a non-refundable due diligence fee. And, um, and so we, I know, I know another guy in that's doing what we're doing and he, he's much stronger on get a solid deposit, get a solid. And I think he, um, Man, it was a big percentage. I can't remember what it is, but it surprised me. I heard this just the other day. Yeah. But for us, no, we we have never asked anything specific. And I'm often surprised when I literally get a check. It's like here's a thousand dollars due diligence fee, non refundable, if mm -hmm. the deal doesn't go through. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that's honestly that's all we do around here. Really? Is if it goes under the contract and the buyer's there, mm -hmm. he's he's putting. Twenty to thirty thousand dollars down on a deal, yeah, and it's non-refundable. Yeah, you know, yeah. so because if you don't do it that way, you're going to have a lot of tire kickers. They're they're going to yeah. you know say, yeah. hey, we'll buy it mm -hmm. and we'll put down twenty thousand, yeah, but mm. we want it back if mm -hmm. we change our mind. Yeah, that's and they good. do, or they renegotiate with you. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. that's yeah. good. Yeah, there's plenty of things like that we need to we need to get, give a lot of attention to. So that's mm. a good one. Yeah. Mm. You mentioned you're uh, you know you're working with your family at this point. Yeah. Can you shed a little light on how you know how that works and how you can you know take dad hat off and you know put the boss hat on or how does that how does that play out? Yeah, that's that's good. I I've given that a lot of <laughs> a lot of thinking. We're we're an entrepreneurial family. We're everyone's fiery and outspoken and headstrong and i don't know where they get that from but, <laughs> um so yeah so one thing was a big breath of fresh air was having an operations manager so i can be good cop and mm. i and i told nice um, nice i told uh, rachel rach um hey I, this i need help in this area um i do not want to be cracking the whip with my kids but i want you to and so they have a scorecard. They show up at the Monday level 10 meeting and they, they need to deliver their number. And they know if it's, you know, under, they know it's, we're going to like have a meeting and we're going to start talking about it. And they, so they know what their number is, but she, um, and she's really great with them and she's obviously a friend of the family and knows, you know, loves my kids. So my wife grew up with her Okay, and she owns real estate. Oh, and awesome. she's, so it's very unique and it's a wonderful, it's a gift. Um, yeah, so that's very helpful. Um, there are then in addition to that, I've got to lead with vision. So I think when it doesn't go good and the kids are frustrated with me or, you know, dad's unclear or whatever, it's because I've neglected that proximity and the time to just sit down over a lunch and talk it all through. I just met with lunch. my, my uh, it's very powerful. Yeah, lunch. I love lunch. <laughs> uh, that's my whole thing. It solves lunch. problems, right? Oh, it does. <laughs> I get so much work done at lunch. Yes. You Thank know. you. Yes. 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 <laughs> mm -hmm. I like, we That's, think alike. I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that. 
I just had lunch Sorry. with Lily, my do- my daughter, and uh, she lives in Costa Mesa. We just talked about everything, and we eventually got around to work. And she's talking about twenty, you know, two thousand twenty-four. Yeah, we're talking about goals, talking about salary, talking. You know, she's getting her realtor license. She, which we she'll head up. Um, we're learning to subdivide land. We haven't, mm-hmm. haven't done any yet, but we're some. It just makes sense. It's just so close to what we do. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, so we just and that just you know that proximity that's just you know it's even mm-hmm. you don't even have to figure out everything. It's just, I don't know if, like osmosis is just so I think that's big you mm-hmm. know for the kids. So we have a lot of fun. We we ski season. We're we're skiing once a week together, and we're nice. we're trying to do work. It's yeah, like everyone stops for an hour and for has sure. lunch. Yeah, <laughs> lunch. Yeah, let me let me ask you this. So you've got family lunch, and then you have investor lunch. <laughs> family lunch. Who pays? Oh, I pay. Okay, I'm yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you. And investor lunch? You have investor lunches? No, should I? What What is oh, investor yeah. lunch? Like new, newbie, lunch? newbie like, land flippers. Oh, absolutely. Learn. You sh- You should be Taking on the road. Them. You know, no. just saying, hey, I can teach you how to do all this stuff, but you need to pay for lunch. For lunch. You've got an At hour least. of my time. Yeah. You know, that's what I do. I I do I I take calls from guys you know but they're in other states I don't okay I don't, yeah but Should I have to Venmo you lunch. yeah fe- yeah lunch <laughs> like a good one right yeah. exactly no lunch. boo like sushi yeah. lunch lunch yeah. Starbucks yeah. whatever you know <laughs> good. yeah if you're special if, I mean if you're willing to sit down with sure. somebody like you are with us today and we've been highly paying you for this interview but anyways um yeah you you deserve something you you have something of for value sure, there yeah. you know love you, to share. you don't have yeah. to be a guru and charge them you know 10 20 yeah. grand for yeah. it but Does that work? no <laughs> yeah, i can do that yeah <laughs> i i agree yeah, Joe. There's some people no i agree that, but, i think uh, it's a great thing to share yeah there's the world is big enough for everyone to to do well so I, yeah i love to share people have been so generous with me yeah i just need a Need to let them know they're buying me lunch. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's easy to do. Yeah, got to eat. Yeah, I mean, I've got a a, a Calendly uh, account. Mm. Uh, you should check into it. Yeah, Calendly.com. Yeah. yeah, and I've got all my favorite restaurants on there. Okay, and you know you can meet anywhere here. You can meet at Starbucks. I've even got the option you can come to the office for free. You know, but it's like, hello, yeah. like if you want an hour of my don't, time, you know, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. But I'll give them the option. Yeah. You know, but it's like, you'll be mad when geez, you show up. The least yeah. you can do is Starbucks, you know, yeah. at the end of the day. So can I, can I book on your calendly, book you, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. and take you for coffee? Oh, coffee. Yeah. Oh, he loves oh, it. See, this is where it's is, going. Lunch yeah. is better. Are you kidding? Yeah. Lunch is better. <laughs> and, and I hear yeah, you, like lunch. I hear you when, when it comes to family, yeah, the big guy pays big all the pays. time. Yeah, you know the big guy wants to pay. He does. Yeah. He does yeah. because he that's does. the big guy's yeah thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I pay. So I, 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 man, we are just like getting along here. Aren't <laughs> that's we? right. Yeah, wow. two pieces. Yeah, but you ought to think about you know, hey, if you're interested <laughs> in doing, um, you know, what I'm doing, I'm happy to sit down with you for an hour. Here's my favorite restaurants. Lunch. Pick one, and I'll meet you for lunch and Love tell that. you what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you're doing here today. You yeah. know, you're know, you telling yeah. our audience Love what that. it is that you're doing and how Love you're doing that. it. Yeah. I don't know if you want the competition, you know, because I, oh, I don't care. We, the, yeah. uh, one of the first care. flips that we did together was a mobile home in Hammett. And he comes to me with it, and he says, hey, you know, we can, 
let's do this home mobile home in Hammett. I go, mobile home? I go, I don't flip mobile homes. I've never flipped mobile homes. He goes, oh, no, no, wait, 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 time out. It's a mobile home in a senior community, and you own the land underneath it. Uh, it's not in a park. Yeah. I go, whoa, that's interesting. Yeah. So he got it under contract for 60. We went out there. Um, I acted like his contractor, and I'm walking around going, hey, Alex, it's going to cost you 10 grand to do this. It's way more than you had told me. You know, it's like really bad. So we get done, and I tell him, I go, you need to renegotiate this. He renegotiated the contract down to 40000 Oh. We went in and spent sixty thousand, so we're yeah. at a hundred, and we yeah. sold it for two fifteen. That works. Those numbers work. Yes, that's what I said. I can bring the problem you. that we had was me being so nice in the big mouth. Is I told a bunch of my agents, mm -hmm. and so now they're doing it in the same place we were doing it. Oh. <laughs> and so there goes all our deals. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, there's plenty. So where I'm seated, you, you're doing well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds, sounds like one of my agents was talking to him the other day. Said, yeah, Joe told me just to sell this. You know, I'm probably going to lose like twenty five thousand. I'm sure he 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 can afford losing twenty five thousand, but I can't. <laughs> oh, He's one. like Joe's a very that rich one. man. Okay. He wouldn't care about twenty five. That one. I was yeah. like, I'm sure you would care about losing twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody cares, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes that. Yeah. So yeah, no, lunch. I think you ought to put lunch. a program together <laughs> right. and yeah. whole lunch mentorship. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm, yeah, Beca I love it. become the land guru. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, people are starving. Honestly, <laughs> you come, you come to our meetup, and there's seventy-five to hundred people that are coming there to find out what it is that we're doing wow. or our guest speakers doing That's okay awesome. wow. and they're starving for attention yep. they're starving for somebody to yep. sit down with them and say yeah. here mm -hmm. son i need to hold your hand but mm -hmm. let's go yeah, let's go do this you know mentorship powerful yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so i love that think about it thank it's you free lunches <laughs> yeah. okay yeah and maybe 10 i go i go Don't anywhere for free lunches anywhere um, wow yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anywhere. i'm just i'm excited i could yeah, yes, you more can. time with That's Joe. Right. Yeah. I only, only had a few minutes. Absolutely. I know. And I did not get enough time yeah. to extract right. some really juicy oh, yeah. real estate knowledge. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. There is a lot. I know. There's a lot. And you've been through the 2008 thing. So I, yeah. can, I can talk to you from the other end because it was very <laughs> profitable for me. Okay. You know, Warren Buffett, you know who Warren Buffett oh, is? Yeah. Everybody does. Oh, yeah. Says when people are running away mm, from investment, yeah. you yeah. should be running in. Yeah. That was me. I'm yeah. running in. Yeah. But again, by that point in time, I had um, probably 25 years of experience and had been to through two other downturns. Yeah. So I knew, wait a second, this yeah. is opportunity. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This is opportunity. So, do you think there'll be a downturn anytime soon? Oh my gosh, the totally different market. Um, yeah, I, you know, usually I look for high interest rates. Oh gosh, we're there. Got that? Okay. Yeah. Um, inflation's a good one too. Oh my god, we're there. It's yeah. like it's like I'm I'm back in 1980, right when Jimmy Carter was in office, right, right before Reagan right. came into office. Yeah. Same thing's happening right now. Yeah. The only thing, the only difference is that uh, the big, the big thing is unemployment, mm -hmm. and we're not facing 
mm. a big unemployment. I mean, unemployment's at what, 3.2 or something like that? Okay. It's like yep. everybody who wants a job, <laughs> who wants a job, has a job. And so when that's mm. the case, people can afford their rent. Yeah. They can afford to buy things. Yeah. So, so I don't different. see a downturn. So I really you, don't. it feels very different to it you. It feels very different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see a downturn. I've been expecting it for, you know, the last 10 years. Yeah. And here, here it is, yeah. you know. And then you hear um, all these YouTubers, Alex tells me all the time, it's, it's clickbait. That's clickbait. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's like Got the it. world's falling apart, yeah. you know. Yeah. It it's like foreclosures are coming yeah. left and right, you know. Yeah. It's like, no. Oh, that's not the case. There's so much just yeah. nonsense. Yeah, that's, that's not the out. case. It's not happening. I don't see it, mm. you know, at all. That's, that's helpful. You know, and, and I like that. Back in 2008, I kind of, you know, personally, I kind of predicted that that's what was going to happen. When you're, mm. when you're giving people free loans, yeah. you yeah. know. That was me. They yeah. were giving them to me. See? Yeah. When you're people, giving yeah. people free loans, oh, there's yeah. got to be a consequence at yeah. the end of the day. You yeah, know. absolutely. And the UK was buying a lot of that debt. Oh yeah, buying a lot mm-hmm. of those mortgages. Oh, yeah. So the knock, so the knock on to, and probably other European countries. I oh, don't yeah. know which ones, mm-hmm. but was just you know very disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. So co- uh, coffee, coffee, lunch, or lunch. lunch, is, lunch is preferred. That's the big yeah. thing. I like you did mention yes. the 10k fee of coaching something that stuck in my head as well. No, I did down the road. I did. Well, you're saying it doesn't cost that, but... No, it no, doesn't cost that. Yeah. It, it's a possibility. Yeah. Package a nice little no. thing. But I mean, you know, <laughs> 10% for the big guy, though. I'm good with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm good with that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I have people that I meet with and, you know, um, yeah, Joe, Joe were like, what do you get out of it? And honestly, to be very honest, I like giving back to people. Yeah. I like educating people. Yeah. And that's what I, I get from it. Yeah. You know, just... Simple mm-hmm. as that. Yeah. A lot of people don't believe me, and they say, "Well, geez, I just paid ten thousand for this course." I go, "Just give me ten thousand. If if that makes yeah, you happy, that, then give yeah. me ten thousand. Yeah. I, I I'm still waiting for that ten thousand. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting. You know, pe- people like yourself, Joe, that I've met and uh, and I've watched quite a few of them. The the two traits I think are very interesting. Like in a the, in a mature like a maturity of personality and experience is. I, I've listened to them say these two things. I think you're saying is there's there's enough to go around. There's yes, enough deals for everyone. Absolutely. And secondly, yes. you personally, you nobody's perfect, but you, you know what you're doing, and you know how to generate deals. Even if someone else grabs a deal close by that could have been yours, yeah. you're competent and valuable and experienced enough to get on with it. Yeah, which is a beautiful place for courage and. Mm-hmm. Like a, a humble, yeah, I, quiet strength. I have, to come I have from. agents. I have people. Love I have that. investors. Tell me, well, why? Why are you teaching me all this stuff? Yeah. And why are you doing this stuff? Because, like, I'd be your competition. No, you're not my competition. No, <laughs> I love that. You're not. Yeah. Cl- you're not even close. I love you that. Know? Yeah, you may yeah. you may get a deal, but then that's it. That's yeah. all you're going to do. I, yeah. I, I'm doing twenty, thirty deals. You know, a year or more, mm. uh, depending on you know mm. the year. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you're you're nowhere close to my competition. I love that. I don't want to brag, but <laughs> that know. was the best moment in this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, black belt versus white belt. You're just yeah. like, meh. Oh gee. Yeah, for yeah. sure. 
Okay. Wow. Um, so, yeah. and then we met, um, actually at a, like a, like sort of like a power hour thing. Um, yeah. And you mentioned yeah. that you are now getting back into the residential space. You're looking to pick up some, mm -hmm. some properties, mm -hmm. buy and hold. Mm -hmm. And what's the reasoning behind that? Well, um, land is great. Um, it's, it's good business, but I, there's more in my heart you know, with vision, I want to, I want to hold assets for the future. So my kids are, you know, they're grown into their twenties. We're a big family. Um, how big? Seven kids. Oh yeah. Wow. Love wow. it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love and, it. And you finally woke up and said, wow, mm. the kids, I got to leave them a legacy. How did you take care of schooling all of them? We've home educated. Oh, as okay. In my wife. Okay who's the superstar in the family. Okay. We, um, yeah, we've loved, uh, we've lived in a couple of different cities and enjoyed travel. And uh, we lived back in the UK for about five years and then kind of just got out of there as quick as we could. Mm. It was during COVID that we were like, oh, it's just mm. horrible here. Mm. Uh, the restrictions, the shutdown, like right. everyone, everyone was California. miserable. Like, get me, get me back to the, the USA as quick as yeah. possible. So, okay. um, yeah, so we—that's when we made the move back here to California, two two and a half, nearly three years ago. So we've home educated and and loved it. And the big, um, like the big, piece, the piece of value we've loved from that is, is just having flexibility as a family. We just love to to do stuff. So we'd go on vacation to like Greece when all the other kids are back in school, you know. And mm, that's um, nice. That's yeah, cool. We love that. Nice. We'd. Um, we the, the other big value added, I mean, for just from a family perspective, is we just really enjoy. It. We thought we'd have one, one or two. Yes. Yeah, and then you you do change <laughs> as you grow older, and like we wanted, and then we had twins, and wow. we um, we loved kind of just noticing our the personalities in our kids. So um, you know, it's not it's not like you can tell exactly kind of what they're personality and, and giftings and kind of calling is or anything. But sometimes you can tell this, this is the sociable one. Like this is the jokester in the family. This is the sales, but this one's like technically minded. This one's the end. This one's like everyone gets this kid to fix the Wi-Fi and then, you know, the technical stuff. Mm. And, um, it's been super fun to put skills in their hands. So, um, yeah, the two, the two older boys that are working with me, um, we've done a, just had a bunch of fun being entrepreneurial and doing life together. And so they went into the, to the marketplace early and, um, and they love it. They buy their own cars. They save their own money. They pay for their own flights. They do. Oh yeah. Is, does that really work? Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm still paying for my oldest son and his wife's cell phone. <laughs> yeah. And they, he's in his forties. <laughs> That actually works. You can, you can kick them out of the house you need and to everything. Tell Joe some things. Wow. At lunch. At lunch. At you guys lunch. keep it to lunch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> On me. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Off topic, real quick. Have you been to Stonehenge? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I loved it when <laughs> I was there. Yeah. It was small, right? It's, it was small. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't let us go in. No. Even though Obama was there like a week before me, and they let him. <laughs> touch everything it's like i don't what's, know what's the difference I mean, here you know it's who like, is even Obama? I mean, yeah really. it's like wow. let me touch the rock 
What, what do you think? What, what's what's the story with that? Again, real quick. Real quick. I, yeah, I really aliens. don't. No. I really don't know. There's, um, you know, I've heard all kinds of things during my British schooling and connected with the Druids. I think mm-hmm. I don't even know if I know anything about yeah. the Druids, yeah. but um, we we have a house in Bath right by there. So oh yes, yeah, so I've been there. We, yeah, we Airbnb. So we we would drive by there from time to time and and having lived in the states and texas especially you know i kind of look and i think how is how did the british have a small pile of upright rocks mm-hmm. that are a tourist attraction <laughs> yeah. with nothing no restaurants no coffee mm-hmm. shops no infrastructure i don't think there's a parking lot there no. nothing yeah it's not monetized like it's not no. What? It, how? It's it's the British like slightly disappointing methodology, mm. and it's it just has, has no. Well, interest. you just see land now, and you just want to develop it. Yeah, I'll take the land. <laughs> see if we can get a. <laughs> You're like, get a you know how much I can get there. for this? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just, I don't know, it's just, bo- it's, I find it boring. You know, I'm out here right. in the states. So me and my wife went up to see the redwoods. I'm like, yeah. that, that's a see, tree. That's, that's another thing. It's like people ask me, when are you going to retire, Joe? I don't think I'll ever retire. What I mean, boring to me is going to the beach, Mm. sitting there. Okay, 15 minutes later, (laughs) it's like, okay, what do I do now? Nothing. You know, there's nothing to do. It's like, grab a board and hit the freaking waves, bro. Oh, I'm I'm doing this until (laughs) I fall down or. You know, hopefully Alex or Lauren will pick me up. Oh, I'll catch you. Know. you. I'm not letting you hit catch the ground. Are oh, you no, kidding? I'll yeah. Hit, I'll hit the ground. <laughs> yeah. Do we have anybody on, online that has any questions? Uh, this is Lauren says hi. Says hi. <laughs> All right. Hey, there oh, we go. Hi. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Thank that's you nice. for saying hi. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for checking in. No yeah. other questions. Yeah. Um, so what, what sort of uh, deals are you looking for? How can people get in touch with you and how can they do deals with you? Yes, a couple of ways. Um, our bread and butter is 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 land. So if you know if there's any vacant land, mm-hmm. and you certainly if you've got some sort of relationship with the owner, they could have all kinds of difficulties going on that we would love to take a look at and see if we can if we can solve that. I think I have some. You do, yeah. That's right. Right now, or while we're live, or uh, no, I gotta after, look at the CRM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take a look. So it's a ama- So it's a numbers. Get, from my standpoint, it's a, it's a numbers game. I've got to have enough conversations, and I I end up and and we have a we, we know the stats exactly how many um, phone calls, how many text messages have to happen to turn into a deal. So from my perspective, um, it's only a it's only a matter of you know a certain number of conversations. We're talking with someone that would love to sell their land. The um, second related way is kind of the same thing, but but I I am getting into subdividing. Mm-hmm. Um, now that can happen in such a variety of ways that, that legit helps people, helps the community. Again, from my standpoint, I want it to force appreciation. I want to increase the, the value of the, 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 the same amount of dirt. I want the value to go up. So one way of doing that in states like Tennessee and um, in uh, is Georgia 10 acres as well, well, whatever it is, but states like Tennessee, you can very – typically very easily uh, get permission to subdivide based on the existing um, guidelines of, of 10 acres. So if you have anything like over 30 acres, you could p- potentially have two or three p- 
parcels of land there, sell them individually, and selling them individually, they they command a, a higher price than they would as a, just a per acre, you know, price for the for the whole parcel. So, um, and if it's more than thirty acres, all the better. Fifty acres, hundred acres. So if you if you know that now, that can work out in a variety of interesting interesting ways as well. We've seen people that wanted to sell their residence on acreage mm. and because it's on a large amount of acreage it's typically the market for that is so small and they want the price they want and they're being a stickler they're holding out and the market and their sale price is not is not meeting yeah so what my uh, colleague uh, Blake Arnold did I, we didn't partner that's it's it's his deal um, but he he said to them look how, how can I help you because I want the land you want to sell your house and there was a couple of options he, he gave them, um, but the way it worked out was that they, um, you know, civil engineer divided up the land so that their house could sell for a somewhat lower amount with less land as a more normal sale, which opened it way up to the market, and they sold. It was a it was a nicer house. So it was a kind of upper up upper market. It was a musician, I think. And then Blake had the land, and he could sell it. And there was no house associated with it. It was you know so. Um, he could do it. He's gone to churches that often will have a big chunk of land. Mm -hmm. He'll talk with them. And a lot of churches have suffered a decline financially, COVID, everything, just people, fewer people going to church, you know, in a lot of, lot of cities, a lot of areas. Mm -hmm. So he'll ask them, well, how can I help you? What do you need? You need a parking lot. You need the church building. You want a little bit of green here. You want a half acre, acre. You want a kid's playing ground. But these other nine acres here that you're doing nothing with that some you know somebody put in their will for the church or, or it's just I don't know it's been there forever. Um, we can actually have a be a service to the community. We can we can define even you know pathways, kids playing ground playgrounds, and this can be part of your you know your parish. You know, so he's done that a few times. So when you when you just start to think about repurposing land. There's just you know just so much that can happen. There's um, we've just done a rezoning that just increased the value of the land. Same dirt, dirt, but re a rezone, and it opens it up to you know it's it's now commercial guys know I don't even have to think about finding something that's residential, turning it into commercial. It's already commercial. Um, and there's multiple steps there. You can, you know, you can go further there. You just make sure you get that perk test done. You can get permits from the county. You, um, you know, or go to, or go further to P Platt. You can, um, you can take it all the way to being shovel ready. And it's, mm -hmm. you know, you're solving problems for builders that is an absolute nightmare for them. So what? Are, what? How could how could people bring leads? Um, bring me some land and let's, and we'll talk to the owner and we'll talk to the county and see how we can make an, an amazing deal for them. There's even a novation style agreement that can mm. work as well. If you've got a land seller and he's thinking, I don't just want to let this go and Dan to make a big giant profit. I, I get that. I understand because mm -hmm. we'll tell people what we're doing. We oh, explain. I, I tell people, why don't I push back because yeah. I need someone to partner with me for, yeah. and I push back and I ask them, why don't you get a realtor? yourself and you'll pay their commission and it'll be on the market for perhaps a few months and often a year or so. And they, they will often tell me I've had a terrible experience with realtors. I don't want it on the market for, for months. I want cash now. And you, in your contract, you said this will be 90 days and sometimes we'll do 60 days, but 90 days gives me more breathing room. And so I'll put, you know, I'll push back. I'll tell them exactly what we're doing. But if, if someone wants a novation style agreement, 
um, and it's it's vacant land, we can um, we can subdivide, and they can have a por- a percentage of the profit. Mm. So every time we're making money, they're making money. It's just they'll put our team to work to do it. It's a newer area for oh, us, God. so I I don't have you know ten years of uh, case studies to show how I've been subdividing land, um, but I have some great partners. And we're partnered with them, and we've got we've got a consulting group, and they're helping with the on the funding side as well. And they they've got a great reputation, some great case studies too. So you know, I'll, I'll tell them exactly what we're doing, how we're doing, where we're very green, and what we're what we're doing. But land is amazing. Yeah, you can do and they're so not making things. any more of it. No. <laughs> well, if you subdivide, <laughs> oh, true, you're making yeah, more. Yeah, Dan is making hey. more. <laughs> Elon's going to take me to Mars. Okay, that's yeah. right. And then we'll start uh, there. subdividing Mars and yeah. uh, eventually at some point. Okay. Maybe the kids will. I don't know. Yeah, you know, but so. not until after lunch. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Um, and we put your Instagram handle and your email in the show notes. Perfect. So you guys reach out to Dan if you have any land leads or land questions. And then um, you're also looking for uh, sub twos and rentals and all that stuff. So we'll get your buy box, you know, around to everybody and, uh, you know, start start filling up the pipeline so you can start taking out some deals. Houston, Texas for the sub two. Houston? I would like, yeah. All right. I'd like to do a bunch there. Nice. But for next time. Okay. Yeah. yeah we'll, Love it. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, talk about that. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Joe, you got anything else to add? No, thank you for coming. Appreciate it. Pleasure. Yeah. yeah. So much fun hanging out with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Great energy. Great business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm booking on for lunch here. There you go. Nice. Boom. <laughs> Joe's happy about that. Another lunch taken care of. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, thank mm-hmm. you guys so much. Uh, please share with your uh, new and experienced investor friends, and we'll see you on the next one. advice on real estate investing, reach out to us one-on-one.